see how it all dissects next week. And we have Corby on the guest line. We have Gordo out at the remote. I'm guessing Corby's lost? Um, well, the directions suck from our website. No, the directions are wrong from our website. They're wrong. And so I, we're, Dave and I are basically in Denton, huh? turning around, coming back. So where are you, Gordon? You're there? I'm at Brook Mays, where we're scheduled to be, Corby. Wow. So what exit do I take? I'm heading back south on the highway. What exit should I take to get there? I'm going to make this real easy the for you. The correct one. Well, you should take the exit, the one that's just north of Business 121, which I think is Fox or something like that. And okay. then exit that, hmm. and we're on the... It's bas The Brook Maze is at the northwest corner of Business 121 and 35. All right. Hmm. So, heck, I don't know. You may be able to take that Business 121 exit, and it'll get you here. All right. So how's it going? You know, it is funny, though, when you try and get directions. Sometimes I'll go to Yahoo Maps. Sometimes I'll go to MapQuest, and they're totally different. Well, I don't know what the link is that our, that our website has or who they, who they link up with. I think it's MapQuest, but, I mean, it's, it's completely Google. wrong. Oh, it's Google? Yeah. Completely wrong. So at so the Google, you can actually see it from an aerial view from a satellite. You just don't know how to get there. That's, that's their big deal now. It's like world images or whatever. You can actually find, find your house. On a satellite? I don't trust any directions from the internet anymore. They're they're too convoluted and they do take you out of the way. Yeah. I just don't like the fact that they, they give you every like if you turn out of your driveway, go left one foot, you know. Right. I mean they, they give you every single direction that there is to give. Like I live in Grapevine and if I punch in the ticket address, it'll take it'll tell me to take six thirty five to get over here rather than the 114, 114. to the, the 35. It's the stupidest thing ever. So don't believe it. So no, you're probably about how far away? Well, I, I see Fox Avenue. Oh, you're fine. So should I take that, Gordon? Yeah, Fox Avenue. Or can you take Fox and then come down the service road? Or should he take the business? What's that? Yeah, do that, Corby. Take Fox? Yeah. Okay. Hey, next but week. Of course, everyone listening, don't just. all you need to know is Northwest Corner Business 121 and 35. And this is their big... Um, Get out of the garage sale. They want. If you're in a band, it's time to get yourself some decent equipment. They're having a big sale out here. Maybe we'll outfit Corby. Corby, you're kind of a musician these days. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, my band's doing well. Get those big Dominator uh, speakers you put in your house. Yeah, that Dominator speakers. Those. What movie was that Something from? Chain or two? Now, what movie was that from? It was uh, Judge Reinhold was in it. I'm trying to remember. Not Easy Money. Ruthless People. Something like that. When he's trying to oh, sell some yeah, 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 kid yeah, a bunch Ruthless of people, Dominator yeah. speakers. Yeah, and they kidnapped 20 they feet high. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm taking uh, Matt to his first concert next week. What is All it? All right. Grand no, he's, uh, he's funny. His, his group of friends are all kind of old school. They all like this, this classic rock. So he wants to go see Styx, Kansas, and Foreigner. Oh, oh what? God. Yes. Can you imagine? Just in, just uh, hire him to play his birthday party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. It'd probably be cheaper. You bring in earplugs and the ticket. You know, I don't you mind. Need a, uh, you need a hookup? No, I got it. No, he means for oh for party that. party supplies. Oh no no. <laughs> I got a guy. Guys, <laughs> quite all right. So I'm taking my bass player knows a guy. <laughs> I'm taking him and two of his friends. So should be interesting. So Kansas sang what? Uh, dust in the wind. Carry oh. on our way. Carry on our way. Yeah, yeah wayward son. Wayward son. Um, that was about it, wasn't it? Sticks had some, and then foreigner. I don't know. See, I'm, 
at these days, when I saw Chicago with Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chicago stunk. Because they had nobody that was their original group. Yeah. So I'm wondering if any of these Kansas, Foreigner, Sticks. I've seen Sticks on a concert on TV. They did live preview. All the same guys. Really? Yeah. They're older, Let me though. put it to you this way. Reiner's band opened up for Sticks one time. No way. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. it wasn't the other way around. They don't want yeah. to be really defeated. <laughs> Reiner's band probably could draw about as much as Sticks locally. Yeah, I'm a... Mike Reiner's Sticks. Mike Reiner's Sticks. Wait, where are they playing at? Uh, at Mike Reiner's Dallas-Fort Worth. Smirnoff. They're Smirnoff? Yeah. Smirnoff, yeah. Wow. Smirnoff. I'll bet you it'll be... That's going to be an empty place. I'll, no, I'll bet you it'll be more, more crowd than you think. Or the maybe not, because I got pretty good tickets All right, so early late those, in the game. Of those three groups, which is the lead group? Which is the final group plays? I bet you they... You know, Chicago and Earth, Wind, and Fire play at the same time. Yeah, but they won't. On different stages? No, together. They played, they played their own stuff, and then their own stuff, and then they played a medley, bunch of medleys together. So I'm huh. guessing they're all going to play at the same time, all different songs at the same time, and nobody knows the difference. That sounds good. I think it'll be happening. But I don't know. So I like sticks. They have something. Sorta. All right. Well, thank On you, Rick. On the ticket. All right, coming up next, the big show from Brooke Mays. This is going to be a keeper. You're listening to The Rant. I'm Gordon Keith along with Corby Davidson and Dave Lane. We're out on location at Brook Mays Music in Louisville. We're at the northwest corner of Business 121 and 35 in Louisville. Stop by here, register to win four tickets and a parking pass to the Mavs Clippers preseason game. We'll be giving you the business for two yeah, hours. He is the Cobra. What? Here's Cobra. Hey, We're call me the Cobra. <laughs> Where are we getting drops? There we go. We got it. Uh, come visit us during the rant remote. We'll be giving you the business for, for two hours. It, it, and you, you could, were on the air. Just you, you, yeah, you were on the air. Just the drops we couldn't hear. In yeah. our, in our he, he is there you go. the Cobra. Register for your Here's chance to win Cobra. a free electric hey, guitar. Cobra. Also, register for a chance to win our grand prize, a $1,000 shopping spree. Winner will be drawn from all the Brook Mays Music Group entries for, on November 1st. So it's, we're not giving it away today, but you can register today to win That's right. on November 1st. That's right. You can get a lot of crap for $1,000 or just one really cool thing. 
come on in and we'll get a couple cool things for a thousand. We'll hit you with the business for the whole show. All right, so let's What's up with the business. Let's talk about our uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what? What's going on with with all your business? Hey, so I told Dave I saw um, uh, all these Jesuit kids. You know, Jesuit high school. Yeah. Out at the lake this morning. And for, I mean, there was probably a couple hundred of them. I'm assuming they're from Jesuit. Maybe they are Isn't actual it? Jesuits. Is it Jesuit? No. It's not. They're not Jewish? No. Are you kidding? Well, the last Christian that was Jewish was Jesus. <laughs> and then they killed him? Yeah. Look where that got him. So... Mm. Uh, anyway, so for their community, I guess they have to do community service. All these rich schools have to do community service. And so they were painting, like, the whole spillway slash bridge at White Rock Lake and, so, and picking up garbage. So does community service remind rich people what it's like to be poor? Let me tell you this. I don't even think it pays. Community service? Yeah. Then I'm out. And you know what? Most charity work, you're not going to make a nickel. So why do it? Oh, you make a lot of money doing charity. Uh, a friend of mine used to run the United Way, and he, he just cleaned off up so much. Scott Murray makes a killing on charity work. But no, I like went into an old folks' home to try to you know do some charity work, and they told me that they wouldn't pay me, so I walked out. You know, I did that too. I went into an old folks' home, and none of them recognized me, so I just left. <laughs> What's the purpose of my celebrity being there if they're not going to acknowledge me? Wait, you don't... The 1310. You don't know... Is that the one that plays Tommy Dorsey? No, we bought that. And killed that. <laughs> and we football. took that format yeah. off the air. Yeah. It died like you are. Oh, jeez. And then you just high-fived and walked out. Yeah. I just accidentally tripped over ventilator extension cords. Gosh. Anyway, so we're at Brook Mays in Louisville. I set up my hydro growing lab in an old folks home because I figured, don't touch anything. <laughs> I'll be look. back in a week. <laughs> Just set up my lamps. All right, let's go through our musical equipment. Dave, you have an acoustic and an, and an electric. No, I sold, I eBayed oh. the electric a long time ago when I needed money. Oh, no. You sound like a real success story, David. Yeah. What else have you sold? Um, nothing. CDs? I heard him sell a soul just a few months yeah. ago. To be young forever? To stay, on, yeah, to stay Cor young always. Corby and I just made a pact that we're going to stay young together forever. It's so Gosh. awesome. All right, for 10 years, let's say that you had to spend, all right, for 100 years in hell, but the rest of the time, let's say that heaven cuts off at 500 years, which I think it should. I think that's in the Bible. <laughs> The King James Version. Yeah. For a hundred years, you have to spend a hundred years in hell, but you get to remain between 30 and 50 for the rest of your life, like, forever. So I get a hundred... But each year it changes. One year you could be 49, <laughs> the next year you'd be 32. Yeah. But I, I have to do a hundred years in hell, and then I get 400 years you in hell? You have to do a hundred years of community service in hell. You have Not to paint me. their bridges. Paint their spillways. Uh-huh. But then you get 400 years in heaven. And then what happens after that? You die. I'm, I'm confused. Do you go to church? As to how you've got it set up here. <laughs> I thought you died and then you went to either heaven or hell. Yeah, then you have to die again, though. Oh. Oh, it's a cycle of rebirth. And then uh -huh. you go to Mormon heaven. Right. 
where the women are hot. And you have where your the own, drinks are flat. You have your own planet. Would you take that deal? Yeah, sure. I'd paint some spillways in hell. All right, who is, mm. is Davey the most obsessed with youth among us? I think so. I, I mean, I... If I, anybody was going to make a deal with the devil for earthly success and youth, eternal youth, would it be Davey? Mm-hmm. Why? I, I absorb the youth of young women. What? <laughs> what does that mean? As opposed to them absorbing your oldness? Well, that, yeah, it's an exchange. Now, I have the I three of us. Full of oldness. I'm the best at being young. What's that? I'm the best at being young, so I deserve to be young. How are you the best at being young? I just am. Okay, how? <laughs> you do more drugs than neither of us? No. Opiates! How are you the best at being young? What, what does that mean? I've just, I've soaked up more youth than you that guys. makes no sense. <laughs> no, you, I mean, I think you do better at positioning yourself at being young. Mm-hmm. I've vomited more youth than either of you. Yeah, he's <laughs> thrown up more than the both of us, so he's had more success uh, at that. Yeah, that means he must be younger. What do you do? Do for what? To stay young forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, what does it mean to be young? I mean, when I was young, I didn't try to go around being young. You just, you live your natural life. Whatever, you don't get it. I do it. the same things now that I did when I <laughs> You'll was... You'll never get it. I'm talking to Dave 20. the show. <laughs> yeah. You're old. Get a clue, man. Square. What I think is interesting is that some people equate being young with being drunk. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> and then somebody's taught them that, hey, that's the... Um, you're really living. Now I mean, you're starting to get it. Right. <laughs> If you're just drunk all the time, in other words, like the bums that we see begging for change, look how young they're being. <laughs> <laughs> they're so free-spirited. Look at that. They're so young. But Meanwhile, then again, they look like 190. But then again, I look at a guy like Bob Sturm who's never been drunk in his life, and I think, man, he just... He looks so He old. was never young. There's something, there's something wrong in the way we teach our kids then. Right. We teach our children well. I think that the best argument for being young is being active, like physically active. I agree. Like you are? No, I'm not. <laughs> That's where I'm not young. That's where I'm not young. I agree, because we're going to reach a point where it just ain't happening. But then again, none of us really are. None of us are real extreme, you know, hey, listen, climbing, uh, what are the K2? K2. <laughs> <laughs> climbing that this weekend. You want to come? I can kill a Manjaro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, none of us do that. I mean, like, the, the youngest any of us get is Corby runs around White Rock. That's yeah. The, that's as young as we can get now. And I, I think that's... Hey, we're snowboarding hell! <laughs> <laughs> Want to come? We'll be drunk. I mean, I like to ski. I like to do things outdoors. I like to ride my bike and stuff. And I don't know if that's more being young as it is just you just like to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know... Half the people that run around the lake aren't in their 20s. So what's being young? Being insecure about yourself? Yeah. Being geeky, not having, knowing what to say, having nothing? Having very little money. Yeah. Going through women like a... Like used socks yeah. up, tucked up under your bed? Right. Maybe Crust it isn't filled. that great. That's what I'm telling you. 
we have this whole culture of youth obsession, and then you step back and go, wait a second, this is kind of Emperor's New Clothes, but don't say anything about it because you haven't really thought it out too much. I can't wait that to guy, be old. Look how young he is. Gross. But then you get people like George who want to be old. Now, that's weird. That is weird. He is weird. He wants to be a grandpa already. Uh-huh. But see, think about, and there's nothing more disgusting than rich. the older woman that just is trying so hard to be young. Mm-hmm. What are the most attractive people to us? It's always the people who just seem... Moms? What? Or moms? No, strippers. Oh, Greg Rosengarten. most attractive to us. That was us. close. No, they're the people who just seem to have a sense of their, of their self and just seem to be comfortable whatever age they are. They don't try to be anything other than they aren't. What? And they're still active and still, they, you know, read, watch TV. They're still plugged in somewhat. Don't forget about pot. I won't forget about it. <laughs> I know I owe you. Everyone... All right, speaking of being young, uh, I had a fun experience last night. Did you? I went clubbing last night. Do you want to tell us about it clubbing? next? Clubbing? Yeah. All right. I got to hear this. I danced my ass off, and I'm going to tell you about it next. Radio 1310 Ticket. You're listening to The Rant, live and on location in Louisville. You know, we finally caved into the pressure. Gotten so many emails, and, and of course, after the morning show, I sit at my desk and take calls for a couple hours. Whatever. So that's, a, that's uh, a lie. Had so many P1s communicating to us that, hey, you guys don't take The Rant to Louisville enough. So I go back in the sales department. I crack some heads. I said, Find us a place that'll allow us to broadcast out there. This had nothing to do with you. And now we're at Brooke Mays. With you. I have responded to you, the P1s, and we are in Louisville. Come by I'm Brooke Mays, Northwest Corner that's of Business it. 121 and 35. Don't follow the directions on the ticket website. They're crap. Is that an El Chico over there? We're behind the El Chico. Which is always a dangerous place to be. Behind. Downwind. That's uh, closed, hmm. though. That's for lease. Is it? Ooh, building. today yes, it we is. could open up our business. What's our business? Being young. <laughs> Being young, Inc. <laughs> yeah, you just, you know, sell youthful supplies, like little vomitoriums you can put on your nightstand. Vomitoriums? <laughs> what do they call it? Chamber pots, but... Well, now they're vomitoriums. <laughs> Am I the only guy who still uses a chamber pot? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Like in Deadwood, just have it in the corner. Okay, that's a show that I... My problem is... Okay, here's the update on my TV watching. Veronica Mars tried to watch one episode. was out. Veronica Mars? Yeah. What is that? Just one that some people recommended. What so, channel is that on? They're going to uh, hurt Three. It. I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> your know. satellite channel. Um, so, Veronica Mars... Extras. I'm already out on that. Watched one and a half episodes. Couldn't take it. You're already out on that? Yeah. You watch it? I've seen... I've only seen the first episode. Yeah, I've seen them all. And it was just boring. Yeah. Just it's, absolutely boring. It's pretty boring. You didn't like the Ben Stiller one? You didn't stick around for the whole one? I watched a bit of that. I thought Ben Stiller was funny. Ben Stiller was funny, but that Ricky Gervais, Gervais. guy needs to be funny. I mean, he needs to be real office-like, like he was in I Office. Know, that was greatness. But, yeah, but he's trying um, to branch out. I cranked up, started watching Daily Show and Conan again. Those are good. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, The Daily Show, my problem is, is that I consume The Daily Show in a way that other people don't, which is I watch like three of them in a row. Because, you know, I just got to catch up with them, skip all the interviews, just watch the bits and everything. And if you're watching that much, you get an overdose of smart-assness, you know. I don't watch that, that show. Of that same style, John, you know, everything's in that. that right. style. Is that a really good show? Yeah. Yeah, it's real good. It is but, really good. But, yeah, they're, they're fake reports that all, all of those correspondents have the same delivery, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, they don't distinguish in personality any. It's the same style of humor for each one of them. They all basically copy Steve Carell. But it... Steve Carell? Which one is he? He's the 40-year-old virgin. virgin. He was the original. Oh, was he the original? Yeah, he was the first. He was the first correspondent. Uh-huh. He was also in the American office, wasn't he? Yeah, he is yeah, in the American is, office. Yeah. He's the, the main one? guy, yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's gotten funnier. That's gotten better. Hey, I thought that second episode they had, or third one, was great. The <clears throat> racial sensitivity training was one of the funniest episodes I've ever seen. Was, it was, so was that the, the inter-office basketball game episode? No. No. Where he he uh, <laughs> he picked the black guy in the office, and the black guy ended up being the worst player on the court. <laughs> Couldn't even dribble. Why is that funny to you? Well, most it's, it's just like seeing a a gay black guy. It's just funny. Um, we are certainly out here at Brook Mays now. All right. So now I uh, I'm trying to get into Lost, and I am how just. Hear me Did out. you get season one on DVD? Yeah, a P1 gave me the season one on DVD. And so last night I, I sit down and I always have to do these things the same way. I always get in on a series about second or third season in. And you're doing the catch-up. And then up. I'm just having to do the massive catch-up of just marathon after marathon. So last night I watched eight episodes of Lost, the first eight episodes. That's you get where sucked I'm in? Yeah, it's good. It is really good. Yeah. And the reason it's really good is that they don't... I, I almost think the key to good TV shows is the underacting. Don't overact... Like, I hate the way... Like, on Nip Tuck... You watch Nip Tuck? Yeah, I like Nip Tuck. And Dr. McNamara, I hate his exposition all the time. Hey, uh, uh, Sean, we're going to have to do this. Doing this is, uh, means that we would have to do this. He explains too much. You uh -huh. know, he treats the viewer as if they're dumb because they're always resetting. Yeah. Lost doesn't do that, which I like. Yeah, they do expect you to be with the program. Yeah, you have to keep up, listen to what they're saying, listen at the subtle things. So I'm only eight episodes in. I love the flashbacks. That's the, that's the genius. Yeah, the backstories. The, the backstory is the genius okay. of that show. And I was criticizing Sopranos and Nip Tuck this week because it seems like they kind of uh, came up with about three episodes, right, the first season. Or actually, the first season was pretty good. And then it started kind of wavering, fishtailing. Of Nip Tuck? Yeah. I don't think it's near as good as what it used to be. I it don't kind want of jumped the shark a little bit. But, um, well, because it spirals out of control. They, that's they, what they, it does, right. They don't have, they don't have a... They didn't a, master plan to they begin don't, with. Yeah, they don't have a, a grand arc, right. you know, storyline. So it just kind of, they write this episode, uh -huh. and then, then they write this episode. Right, that's exactly right. It seems like they write an episode at a time with Nip Tuck, rather than when they sat down and said, hey, look, we're going to sell this pilot and everything, but I want to have the first three seasons planned out in case it gets picked up, because I want to make sure all this makes sense, and there's no loose end that doesn't come back in. Is that normal, know, though, for TV shows? I don't know. I think know, you just leave everything, you leave the characters open-ended enough to where you can build I'm upon it. I'm eight episodes it. into Lost, and they master plan that thing wonderfully 
I mean, everything they come back to is just great. You know, you wonder, like, I, I, of course, one of the first big episodes I remember really surprising everyone was when, um, what's his name, Locke, when they explained why yeah. he was looking down at his feet when right after they crashed. Right. Because he was paralyzed. And then he's had this plane crash, and now he can move again. And it was great when they brought that back around. And that well, that's and weird. They, Wait a minute. The plane crash tricked his spine into moving? Yeah, well, they haven't explained it. They haven't explained. They haven't explained how he was paralyzed in the first place, and they haven't explained why he was able to walk when he, you know, landed in the plane crash. See, I'm yeah. so far behind that I you just, just you, you're gonna I, have to marathon. I, it, no, no, I give up. Yeah, you, you either, yeah, I give up. And it's like it's like nip tuck for me. I just give up. I just can't. You know, I'm into a couple shows. I don't. I, there's no TV shows now that I watch. None. Sounds like you're remaining young. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm real hip. You know what I watch? What murder, murder, she wrote in Agatha Christie. I watch two and, and a lot. I, I watch two Iron and Sides. a half men, the Charlie Sheen sitcom. Huh? I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Not as good this season. Boy, it is. And that's you know another what? one that I've, I've proclaimed. It's too. Remember how Seinfeld just got ridiculous in the last couple of years? I thought all their storylines were just so over the top and. In your yeah, face. Yeah, after a point, Larry David gets crazy head. Yeah, It's just like, okay. And and the difference between Curb Your Enthusiasm now and the way it was in the beginning is before, Larry David was very good at the subtlety of it. Situations would just kind of slowly build into a real tension. Not anymore, though. Yeah, now he's no, just rapid, manic. It's rapid fire. Yeah, he's manic and just will yell at people. And, you know, it's it's not as good. And maybe he can save it, you know. But the first few episodes haven't been that good. So what were we on? We're on Lost. Yeah, so so far, eight episodes in, very good, enjoying it. Right, and you're TiVoing the new season, so you'll just pick up yes. as soon as you finish the episode. How many episodes are there season? in the... Well, here's the thing, is I sit there and I go, oh, maybe it was one of those deals where the first season they only did like 12 episodes. No, it was like 25 episodes or something crazy like that. Jeez, it wasn't that many, was it? Yeah. Wow. But, you know, it was, it was so frustrating. I mean, you have the benefit of being able to rapid-fire them. I remember watching season one. It was so frustrating because they would have, like, three weeks between episodes sometimes. All right, well, this is what you do. Or at least this is what I've done in my life. I never watch things as they go anymore. I'm just willing to say, look, I'm not watching this season of Lost. I'll catch it when the season DVDs come out. I watch it in two days. Yeah, I don't have enough, uh, you know, I have an old-school... TiVo. I don't have enough memory to stockpile too much. Oh, Dave. Well, I, I could also do um, like cowboy games. You know, I watch cowboy games. I will TiVo the game and then I'll go do something for three hours, three and a half hours. And then blow through it in an hour. Yeah, because I, I'm not on TiVo. I'm on the uh, PVR, yeah. which has the 30-second advance. Right. So you can just skip play, play, play. Yeah, I mean, I just, all I watch is just snap after snap after snap, and I can plow through a game in an hour, which annoys George. George is all, you know, what happened? The, the drama, the build-up. Nah, screw that. <laughs> I just want to see the action. That's it. You know what? I do the same thing. I'm always, if I'm watching the game on TV, if I'm not actually going to the game, cowboy game, then I started about an hour into it. Where you can skip commercials. Yeah. I kind of blow through I kinda, There's nothing worse than when you, you keep going and all of a sudden you're caught yeah, up. Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's just oh, so slow. So you, you pause it and go fix a sandwich. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I kind of have to watch it live because I want to know what's happening as it happens. 
but your um, own situation room. Yeah, I'm in the situation room yeah. when I'm watching the Cowboy game. <laughs> but you know, I, when uh, I was at ACL, you know, I missed the Ooh, uh, ACL. Oh yeah, boy, I tore my ACL. I'm a big guy. No, Austin City Limits. Oh. Um, Ooh, look at me. Look at my big knee. Woo. Look, look at the swelling. That. I got a mastodon tendon installed. <laughs> no, but that was the week of the, uh, the 49er game, the big comeback, you know. And I kept hearing people, you know, texting their buddies and getting score updates. And so I, I heard that they won, and it was a huge comeback. So that Monday... You know, I had TiVo the game, and I did that same thing. Just watched snap after snap after snap and watched it, you know, in an hour and 15 minutes, and it was awesome. Yeah. But I can't do that when it's actually happening. The worst, though, is if you live in an apartment complex and you're trying to do my system of waste time for three hours. You hear people cheering. Oh, gosh, yes. In the apartment, they go, oh, oh, God, ah! You just hear sex and... It's weird because... <laughs> no, they're oh. watching the game. Oh, I've okay. been to your house, but I've never been to your apartment. It's so weird. Do you have two anyway. lives? Are you leading separate lives? Why do you always invite me to your house, but I never go to your apartment? Are you embarrassed? Yeah. It's no secret I don't do as well as you, Corby. Well, I know. I mean... I'm not on hardline proper. Sure. Sure. Are you in proper now? No. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So what we were going to talk about here was my your clubbing, clubbing last night. Yeah. I went clubbing last night. And I need to tell you about it because a lot of interesting things happened. There were other radio people involved, and it was weird. Yeah, it was really weird. So you're Mark tell Davis us next. What? Mark Davis. What'd you say? I. What did he say? And you said I. You both said something at the same time, and I heard. Were you hanging out with Mark Davis? Mark Davis's <laughs> salad. That's what I heard. Next. Never hesitate to reach for the last beer or the last slice of pizza, but not both. That's just plain wrong. 1052 Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket, The Rant at Brook Mays Music, the northwest corner of Business 121 and Stemmons. Stop by and see us. We got a lot of uh, deals. You can get a Squire Bullet guitar for only 99 buck. Uh, Sonata acoustic guitars, regularly 260 now for 89.99. Lots of music deals here. So. Get started. If you've always wanted to learn how to play. You know, both of you guys did that in the time that I have known you, and I was very proud of you for doing that. You both were late starters on guitar, always wanted to learn how to play, and then in your adulthood just bought one and learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I kind of stalled out. I, I don't know any more now than I knew five years ago. Well, don't worry about that part of it. The point is you got it with that initial hump. And Corby kept playing. I want lessons. Corby got good. Will you give me lessons? Yeah, I'll give you, you lessons. you have patience for lessons? Sure. Okay. I'm not any. I'm not that much better than you are, though. No, so well, I don't you're, know you're, about you're lessons. plenty. You're plenty uh, good enough to give me lessons. But if, uh, if I could catch up to you, I would be ecstatic. What would you do with it? I don't know. Nothing. Play for my kids. <gasps> well, wow. big announcement here. <laughs> you have a couple kids. Yeah. Now, if you, because you were adopted, so if you have kids, they are gonna just be they'll be adopted genetically yeah i guess so but that's yeah, you carried do, through the father's you do pass, line yeah, yeah you do pass it down you won't be a father even if you have a kid well actually it, it's your it you get it from your grandfather it's like your your hairline oh really yeah it's recessive or dominant yeah. or i don't know 
Don't all the adopted kids come out of the chute with, you know, ratty clothing and everything? Ratty clothing, and they have, instead of hands, their little rat claws. <laughs> right, and they immediately look up and say, Hello, governor. Just swimming with lice. Anyway, so last night, I, uh, I give myself a Brazilian wax and head out on the town. You're ready for action. Ready. Ready for action. And this is after laying on my couch. I laid on my couch watching that lost, you know, eight hours worth. Until I, I and when I got up, I'd gained 20 pounds. <laughs> was such sloth. <laughs> you were atrophied. <laughs> yeah. I could barely move my arms and legs. You were peeling yourself off the material. I had to do two hours of physical therapy before I could go out <laughs> clubbing. So, uh, yeah, it was like 11 o'clock, and I say, you know what? If I'm going to go, I need to So you had the stuff. invite? It was an invitation party type Well, here's deal. the deal. Uh, my girlfriend is out of town, my live-in. Hey, now. So I have free reign. I can go crazy with my privates. I can do whatever I want to do, right? Mm, 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 so, mm, Norm, I took a baseball bat to the house. That didn't satisfy my bloodlust, though. So I realized I had to go out on the town. Did you got a few cats? Yeah, a few feral cats. Wore their pelts on my head. <laughs> and so I decided to go out. So I go to Deep Ellum. I went to Richard's thing last night. You know, Richard was having his big party, his, his wake, his right. funeral, his viewing. I don't know what it was. What? Richard Hunter, who was, you know, fired from the ticket. His, he had like a... He had a, a big uh, going away yeah, party. Circus wake. Well, it, was, it was supposed to be his, like, third anniversary party of the show, and, and it got canceled, so he just turned it into his going away party. Uh. So I went out there to Lizard Lounge. Was Where last time is you the guys? Lizard Lounge? It's... it's, it's uh, East of Swiss and Good Ladder. It's by the, the gay bathhouse that we used to go to. Um, that's for off air. That's off air. I have never been in the Lizard Lounge, ever. Me neither. I've been there twice. I can't remember the first time I went there for what reason. I, just remember, I remember To yeah, store some coke. I just remember making out with some guy in the corner because I didn't have any money, and that's the only way he'd give me the stuff. It wasn't a good memory. That's all right. So I go to the Lizard Lounge, there's Richard, and there's his, you know, his wife, and, the, and then Dennis Hoff, who's the owner oh, yeah. of the ranch, he's there with all these hoas mm -hmm. that he's brought in, he and there's in. all these strip halls <coughs> from the clubhouse, they're all over the place. Hot? And then, yeah, a lot of them are hot. And then they have these, Lizard Lounge has these go-go dancers, and they're dancing up on their little platforms. I bet they were hotter than anyone. Yeah. Why, why wasn't were, I invited? There were some some hot ones there. Anyone was invited. And so there was just all of this... I mean, there were just ovaries everywhere that just made you crazy. So, Richard was there, this Dennis Hoff, then there was a guy named... And, see, Richard's, like, now all paired up with 105.3, I guess. I don't know. Cause well, he was on was there... He was on Pugs and Kelly yesterday. Oh, okay. Were they there? Uh, I think... Someone told me Pugs was, but I don't, I don't know who, which one he was or anything like that. By the way, they're good eggs, both those guys. And Pugs girl. and Kelly? Yes. Yeah, I'm on board with them because she voted me her local celebrity she'd most want to sleep with. So well, now I, I totally you automatically. They're, they're, what they're, time is their they're, show on? They're real nice. It's a noon, nooner show. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're real nice people. Yeah. They seem nice. I don't think I my... I buy their show. My radio dial doesn't go that far. It's tough. Tough to get that high. So... 
Pugs was supposed to be there, uh, or he was there, and then Tom Likas, who's some national person they have that they run, he was there too. Tom Likas was yeah, there? Yeah. And then the Kevin Scott there? was there too. Oh, Kevin was there? Kevin Scott. Yeah, I didn't see he him. He told me he was going to go. With Compound Fracture or by himself? Oh, yeah, I forgot his wife is named Compound Fracture. <laughs> She got in a car accident once, Dave, and had a compound like fracture. Like 14 years yes, ago. Why, and do we, you, why do you brand her with that? We basically made it out to the people who see her we out. called her the and, gimp for forever. Because <laughs> we, we said that she lost her leg. And so now people are like, wow, I mean, your prosthetic feels so real. I mean, they'll walk up to her and stare at her leg. Right. Poor girl. And she, got, she sprained her ankle, basically. No, it was bad. Yeah, it really was a compound fracture. Her shin, like, came through her... I want to say her armpit or something like that. That's yeah, hot. It, came, it came out of her temple. <laughs> That's hot. It was pretty bad. So, so what did y'all do? Disgusting. What do you mean? What, what did we were do? you? What, I don't. Is a lizard lounge a dance club? Yeah. Dance club. You know the subwoofers are like, just rattling your. It's kind of by. You know where music. You know where Seven is. No. On Gaston, that movie. Oh yeah. Um, it's like behind there. Were y'all doing stuff from the movie Seven? Yeah. Yeah, I went in this back room and put on that apparatus. <laughs> God. <laughs> Got one of the strippers. Oh, it's still one of the... F that was the worst first date I ever had in my life. When you put on the apparatus no. from Seven? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, when I took a girl to go see Seven, I thought it was a romantic comedy. Brad Pitt and... Yeah, Brad Gwyneth Pitt Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, this is going to be good, you know? Maybe Morgan get us Freeman in, is the old... Maybe get us in the mood. And so we leave the theater, and I'm totally in the mood, and she's completely turned off. You just, you, you walk, put it, get in your car and slip on the machine mask and yeah. turn to her. Are you ready? Get in the car, and I just zip up the center zipper <laughs> of the mask where nothing is visible. That is the most disturbing movie ever. I know. I, I, don't, I, I saw it once, and I'll never see it again. you never seen it again? No. Oh, no. You need to. I couldn't afford an apparatus, so I just lashed a couple of steak knives. Huh. Okay, David? Like splints. <laughs> well, now that we found out how much Dave makes, I don't know that he should be having to improvise his own apparatus. Can't you apply for a government grant if you don't have the money for the apparatus? You should. In case what was you've the never apparatus? seen the apparatus like a, in a, Seven, it's like a grated steel... It's like a, a pair of leather underwear, but... On the front of it, it has basically a scimitar. <laughs> so disturbing. Imagine the Eiffel Tower made of razor blades and yeah. sharp objects, and that's used for sexual uh, hey, Thank reasons. you. Thank you so much, Corby, for being here with us today. Thanks All for right, having me. All right, let's not me. talk about seven. So anyway, so I'm out in uh, the Deep Elm area, and I hit a couple other clubs. and You did not. Yeah. You so did? You, you sure. ventured out from Wizard Lounge and, and yeah. Where did you go? Hopped. Who'd you go with? By myself. I'm by myself. You, I'm, and then Tom, you, I'm Tomcat. You, you bar hopped by yourself. Yes. David the Duck Burl. Yes, I did. I don't know if I buy this. I don't buy this either. And you're, are you still not drinking Gordo? Still not drinking Gordo. Huh. You were xing your balls off though, right? Huh, that's certainly descriptive. And no, David, is the answer. So where else did you go? I went down there to, uh, along that strip where Angry Dog. Yeah. That road. So what's over there? there? Lasers? Yeah, lasers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lasers. Isn't that with a Z at yes. the end? I got a tattoo. 
Oh, good. Uh, so was it as fun yours? as you remember being going you out a, and partying? You get a Minnie Mouse on your ankle. You know, here's the deal, and I'm sure it's I, I'm the one that's deficient, and it's my problem. I'm just never comfortable out there in those scenes. In okay, in a dance scene like the Lizard Lounge, I I can't tell you how uncomfortable I feel in places like that. They creep me out. The people in there creep me out. I'm nothing like them. The only time that I'm enjoying myself being social is if I'm at a bar. Drinking with friends. Yes. Yeah. That's it. But like going to see a... But you'll go to see a band. Oh, I'll see a band. That's different, though. I'm talking about like... I mean... But you know, I don't think I've ever been comfortable seeing a band. It's why? Like, because you go and you just watch people play? Because I like music. Yes, that's what you do if you like... Okay, but I understand it if you're watching, you know, a real you know, gunslinger guitarist or just an incredible jam band that you're just going, gosh, look at, you got four virtuosos in this band. That, uh, that I kind of understand because it's, you know. So it's either you like Ingve Malmsteen or the Grateful Dead? I've never liked Ingve <laughs> Malmsteen. What if Ingve could play with the dead? That would be Boy, awesome. Boy, that'd be hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if you're a fan of music, though, then that's what you do. You go see bands, and if there's bands you really like, then you can go check it out, and it's a good time. You leave like, that was a great show. Really put on a good show. I like the album. It's great if you know the songs. We're not talking about going and seeing some random band. Yeah, but, you know, even when I was in a, a band, and we had, you know, our following, and people would come out, and I would think, they're coming out, we're playing the same songs every time, they've heard these. Yeah. Well, well think of a cover band. You. Think of the Beatles band. Those songs have been around for a million years. Or Reiner's band, and people still go out and see them. I know. Because it's familiarity. They know the songs. I think they're going out to see Reiner's band because a lot of people have him in their dead pool. <laughs> <laughs> they want to see if he'll... He clutches yeah. hard on stage. <laughs> if he'll seize up on stage, <laughs> turns tomato-faced, and then just goes down. <laughs> so I hate those clubs, though. So there was, there was a lot I, just, of I just always feel uncomfortable. I'm never at ease when I'm in a club, especially if you're, if you're by yourself. It's really awkward. That's weird. I could not do what you did and go to a place like that just stone sober and, and be that way the whole night. What can you do stone sober, Dave? You haven't really allowed yourself Nothing. the opportunity to experience it stone sober. But, you know, I, I would just be monumentally self-conscious. I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Do you, do, okay, do you ever... Now, I'm portraying a little bit worse than it was. I mean, I was fine with it. I'm more comfortable doing it now than I've ever been before in my life. But I just remember in my 20s, I would just go to places and just go, God, just... I really would like to be home. I'd love to take these friends that I have and go home where we can talk and hear each other better and have, you know, fun conversations. And Especially when you're around a group of friends who are real witty and sharp, you know, and stuff like that. You know, my Throw wife is that way. into a fishbowl and, yeah, and pair off. off and pair off. My wife is that way as far as <laughs> going to bars and stuff. She would prefer staying at home and having people come over to the well, house. She's absolutely. pregnant. I'm not talking about now, obviously now. She but shouldn't be drinking. The one time she went out to a bar, she got pregnant. So no wonder she's wanting to get back home. That was a terrible experience. Gonna, yeah. We're still looking for the guy. Are you gonna yeah. Are you gonna name your baby Dumpster? <laughs> no. Huh. Thought that was like tradition. You name the child where it was conceived. Porta potty. <laughs> Gross. Thank you. But I don't. I still enjoy every now and then, and it's been way cut down. But I still like going out to a bar and hanging out and just getting ripped. That's fun for me. 
The next day's not fun, and that's why I think it's cut down a lot because I can't handle the next day. You know what? I think it I'm ruins. I'm immune to hangovers now. I don't. Ooh, I don't. Get the sounder. I don't ever get hungover anymore. Hmm. Well, that's, that's not good. Because you never sober up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Am I weeping alcohol right now? <laughs> smell, yeah, smell me. Sweeps out of your skin. <laughs> All right, so Hispanics all show up and surround Davey when he starts weeping odd <laughs> substances. I'm glad that you, <laughs> I'm glad that you brought up the the uh, dance club and the drugs and everything that you were on last night because I wasn't on <laughs> drugs. Did you do Did you do the Robert Shapiro son story? No, his I son heard about this. His son died. Let's talk about that. Oh, next. finally! Yes, finally. I know we were counting it down. Oh, <laughs> you had him in the Deadpool. I have Reiner and Robert Shapiro's son in the Deadpool. Well, you, I went for real long shots. <laughs> You're one for on two. Shapiro's son. All right. So are you going to tell me the story next? Yeah, we'll get into it next. Okay. KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTDK Sanger. Every Tuesday morning at 810 with Donovan Miller. Brought to you by Miracle Mortgage, North Texas GMC dealers, and Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. 1115 Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant. Gordon Keith, Corby Davidson, David Lane, Brooke Mays, Music in Louisville, northwest corner of Business 121 and 35. What's up, FC? Come by we're, and see us. We're going to be here till noon. We're giving you the business for two hours. Start with that. All right, Dave and I are made a pact we're, we're clubbing buddies now we're yeah. not at the roxbury partners corby yeah no i don't like the club come on david i'll do it just put on like our a, sport jackets sounds like a lot of activity i want to club with you guys up yeah you're in yeah i'll do it okay brandon yo do you know you dumbass that you left hey. a 200 dollars check yeah with, where is that i've been looking for it a month and a half no it's I left it here yesterday. Where is that? It, it was sitting by the computer. Where? I've, a, I've been looking for like it. Like his paycheck? He's looking for it. No, it's, it's by the computer, the board op computer. Okay. Brandon is a board op slash ticker guy who has so little money that he rides his bike to work from Irving. When it's 100 degrees or 2 degrees, here he comes up on his bike. Yet he's got $200 checks just laying around. Well, like see, it's no big deal. You know where Justin found it? In the garbage. What? Yeah. Somebody's garbage. Somebody hates me. You're an idiot. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't a board op yesterday. I was producing for. Tom, Why is it so. the check in your pocket? Because I'm not smart. Okay. Are you too poor for pockets? And I understand. You yeah, know, my pockets leaving, have holes. I left my cell phone the at work the other day. Shut. <laughs> <laughs> the government broke into his house and sewed all his pockets shut. It should be sitting over there because it was in a little a little envelope. Jaron's shaking his head, so I'm probably screwed. Well, call Justin. He's the last one that saw it. Will do. Thanks, Corby. You bet. So I had a tense moment yesterday, or last week at this time. When we got finished with the rant and we're walking out, I found one of my timesheets opened and laying on the break room table. One, of your, one of your appearance forms, your talent forms. Yes. So they're just my my rates just laid out for the in, entire station. I thought it was on the bulletin board in the break room. No, it was laying opened on the table. So now people know you get paid five dollars an hour every time we leave right. the office. Yes. See, it's not fair. So that's uncomfortable. 
because once again in society we have to be all secretive about what we make. By the way, another tie into last week's rant, we were doing what do people make? You were there, weren't you, Corbin? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, I can't remember when you're there and when you're not. So we were doing that, and I got lots of email on that. People were fascinated by that show because everyone's curious as to what the what do these occupations make? So what? Where's the what's the, the what's, kicker? What's the payoff? A priest makes three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, a year. shut up! No. Uh, okay. What did we find out last week? Plumbers make around seventy. Eighty. 70 or 80, somewhere in there. Car wholesaler, $350,000. I heard a report recently about a commercial real estate uh, guy making $450,000. And I that heard, was just I, his base salary. I heard that report, too. Yeah. All right, so you want to get into Robert so Shapiro's kid? Rich and we aren't. Yes. Okay, Corby's been bragging about the death of Robert Shapiro's kid. I really hadn't been bragging. I just wanted no, to tell you, the story. You were totally boasting. <laughs> Jared, he died. Never right, come so what, back. What happened? Well, I... Oh, God. Dad. Sorry. I, I read in the paper... He's a big lummox mastodon knee. Just knocked my phone over. Put the mastodon imagery. Yeah, why, are you, why did you even start it? <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Look how big it is. So, uh, Shapiro's kid, Robert Shapiro, the famous attorney uh, for OJ. He, did he end up being his lead attorney, though? Didn't he fire him or something like he that? He was the original lead attorney... And then he hired Johnny Cochran to be a lead attorney, and Robert Shapiro took a back seat. Yeah. So Shapiro's son died of an ecstasy overdose, either last week or a couple weeks ago or whatever. So I want to die. So he was a young kid, you know, somewhere between the age of 19 and 25. I can't remember exactly how old he was, but I know he's a kid. Huh. It's really not. I don't get my facts straight. So he's on Larry King last night. Robert Shapiro's kid? Does no, he's dead. Yeah, you know, uh, in hindsight, I wish I hadn't done it. Sure, but <laughs> My now, mistake. I, now I'm traveling to elementary schools trying to educate. <laughs> so Robert Shapiro is on, and he starts talking about his son. He goes, well, and he's very cavalier, talking about what a junkie his son was. And I'm like, yeah, God, man. He goes, but he was, we thought he was clean, and he was at a function, like a family-type function, it sounded like, like the house, and he took a half hit of X and died. That's odd. So bad here's what Shapiro says. Now, they haven't got the toxicology reports yet, so he could have he been on heroin or whatever else, but they know he took a half-hit X. Um, but Shapiro... Shapiro took the other half? <laughs> yeah, the mom did. So Shapiro said the reason that he died... <laughs> the reason that he died was because um, he drank a lot of water, either prior or during, and the toxicity of the ecstasy mixed with a large amount of water, I guess, kills people. Is This is what he, the theory that he was pushing. Yeah, that sounds iffy. Yeah. So I always heard that you could die of dehydration if you took X and didn't drink enough water. That's not true because... Why are people having to warn you what the side effects of X are, Dave? Why are you so well-versed in that? I just saw an after-school special on it. Most people just drink beer, though. I, by the way, I think there's a tremendously outdated reference. Out of schools, after school special. Yeah, they don't have those anymore, do they? They have to. Is Scott Bayo still the star of them? Uh, he's made a career on them. No, and you know what? And I was watching Conan too, and he was making some Abe Vigoda joke, and then some other joke, and I was going, man, all this is really, really dated. And here Conan's supposed to be this hip show, 
But all of his references are really old. That's okay. But that's ironic. That's all right. What do you mean that's ironic? It's he does the year dated. 2000. Pit Dave's shirt is. Yep. It's yellow. Bruce. Hey, what do you guys think about the baseball game tonight? Huh? What? <laughs> we on the air? Yeah. Well, Jared, what now. are you doing? Well, uh, Grego called and wanted to talk sports. Wanted you guys to talk sports, so. Grego did? Yeah. He signs the checks, so. What? Gre you so. know what? He just offered Jaron 50 bucks yeah. to come on and ask what we thought about the baseball game and stop the showdown. It's not true. Yeah, I it is. I was unaware there was an offer him a game. single dollar. All right, so anyway, what were we talking about? Shapiro's kid in my, the X. My armpits. In his pits. No, I'm on to Conan not being as hip as we want him to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I was talking about drinking too much water. And but so you're saying that, that today's 18-year-old, or, you know, 18 to 22-year-old, the college student, mm -hmm. right? Which is what a late-night show should be going for. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that that's a real hip reference to them. Abe Bogota? They will have to. They only know about him secondarily. Who's this guy that Conan's always pushing? All right. Well, when Johnny, okay, when Johnny Carson, when Johnny Carson, but they would just use their Wi-Fi laptop yes. and Google. No, but Bogota. here's the deal. When Johnny Carson would do, um, um, you know, Andrew Dickinson and all these out-of-date references, I remember thinking, ah, you know what? That's why Letterman is much more hip than Johnny Carson. Yeah, that's true. And, but I still think Conan's hipper than most. Carson Conan's Daly's, hipper than Carson Daly's hipper than Conan. Oh my God. And he's horrible, man. I watched that Carson Daly show, and what a kiss ass. So he's not good looking, or at least I don't. He's not like a real, he's real fast, and he's and not he, funny. And he knows everyone out there. He knows everyone from working in radio out there and doing his little MTV TRL stuff. And so I don't know if he's uh, if people actually think that he's good at what he does, but he just knows everyone. I mean, he knows everyone, and so. He automatically gets a show and gets a free pass. But my point with Conan is, okay, what's a, a hot show like OC or something? I don't know. So, but does he is he making OC references? No, he's making Barney Miller references and you know things that are like almost predate us because he's older than we are. Still funny. Maybe to us, but I'm telling you, the 18-year-old is going, okay, okay well, look, I'll do some research to find out what's funny about well, this. Well, you know what? By the time Conan gets by the time those kids are turned off on Conan, he'll have the Tonight Show gig, which is a an older audience automatically. So it just kind of builds on it. I don't think he's trying to be, like, trying to appeal to the 18-year-old anymore. He doesn't have something to. something else that I was just going, God, this is such an old reference that, like, it's... A reference like I'm tired of. You're right, okay. though. He loves... Buddy Hackett. Okay, he loves, funny He loves Barney Miller stuff. Um, he stopped watching TV around in those he's days. Hogan's Heroes. Yes. You know, he loves Colonel Clink. He loves all that stuff. But it's still relevant to people in their 30s because we all grew up on in that stuff. In their 30s. I'm talking about you're going for an 18 to 22-year-old. Okay. Where's the money? He's not going for that. The money is between 25 and 54. No, he is going for the 18 to 22. Because that's who stays up late? Yeah, that's what they are going for. I don't know if he's going for it. With that band? But, I mean... With Springsteen's I'm, I'm band? Honest, and, and that's another thing. I'm like, man, if I'm Conan, there's no way I'm having this stupid, lame Maxberg... He needs to fire that Max Weinberg. And the Max and Weinberg who? 7. Something uh, a little I, bit more up-to-date than like that. But, like, who? What would you... Who would you get? Okay, you're you right, Corby. It's either Max Weinberg or nothing. No, I'm saying... <laughs> there's nothing in between. No, I'm saying you're going to get somebody 
I'm trying to think of a band right now. Wait, I'm drawing you, a blank. Are, are, if you're just going to be entrenched on defending Conan, then... I am. Uh, why? <laughs> because I think Conan is genius. I do. Now I think he's good. Is he as I, funny? Is, is he as edgy and funny and original as he was 10 years ago? No, but no one is. Letterman kind of went through that phase, too. Oh, well, Letterman's horrible now. But even... I'm telling you that... that uh, all right, wh what is my point? What am I getting back to here? X? I think so. <laughs> Conan should take X and not drink too much water. What was I going to say? I hate you for throwing me I'm off. I'm sorry. That. Okay, yeah, fire that Max Weinberg. Get rid of that stupid announcer that's never been funny ever. Yeah, just Joel creeps Goddard. everybody out. Conan's gone downhill since Andy Richter left. Yes, absolutely. Andy Richter was very good on that show. Yeah. Where, what's he doing now? His show, his TV show on Fox he failed. He controls the universe, I think. No. That was his show. Oh. But that guy's funny enough to where he should have some sort of entertainment vehicle, you know? He should be the Gordo of his office. Boy, he should. Stop using that phrase that, you know, drives me crazy. All right, so, uh, but yeah, Conan in general is is good, you know? I mean, although I saw a few really lame bits, I was going, oh, geez. Yeah, so, you know what, but there's all, he's always had lame bits. But you compare Conan to Letterman in 1985. And I guarantee if you watch Letterman in 1985, you go, now that is even, that is better than Conan is now. You know what, I also think that, that confidence, because, it, you know, in Conan's first couple years, he was still kind of reserved and held back, and, and, and Letterman was too. You go back to the old Letterman tapes. That's when Letterman was great, when he was very understated, exactly. soft-spoken, exactly. and all that. And now That's he's so confident, and Conan's confident too. Letterman sucks now, and Conan... Letterman's a caricature of himself. Letterman's, a, I mean, Conan is a great writer, and I think a great, you know, the Simpsons under his watch were great, and he's great at determining what are good comedy bits to do. Did you, don't you get tired of the kind of, <laughs> you know, wiping the eyebrows and everything, let me walk off the camera, and then I'll walk back into frame, and then, and then, ah, I'm going to lie a little lion. Yeah, but you know just, what? You oh get tired of Letterman God. throwing a stupid pencil at the... Back Camera? then, back then it wasn't no because he didn't make a big production. Conan overdoes things, and Letterman back then was very understated about everything. I'm telling you though, you're gonna be hard pressed to find someone that's better than Conan at what he does. Like someone in America, pluck him out of there, and you're gonna be just as critical or hypercritical, especially three or ten years down the road. Right. You know, it's just hard to keep that you same. Have, wait a second. I don't hate Conan, Corby. I want you to understand. Well, it that. sounds like you really love no. him. No. We don't have to Will be either that I hate fighting? him or absolutely love him. I'm saying that in between. I'm saying that these are the things I don't like hey, about Conan. I don't like the little lion paws at the camera and, <laughs> and, uh, and then Max Weinberg and Joel Goddard. I mean, oh, those components are bad. Well, you ought to email him more. Do you have the John Stewart is really good, by the way. The only thing that annoys me about John Stewart, if I was to redo him, would be he needs to to, to, to stop doing the, the the stutter, you know, the stutter talk. Uh, he needs to not do that. That's when he bothers me a little bit. But he has so many tools in his bag of being good. He has so many skills. It's amazing. How old is he? Early forties. Yeah. How and Conan's early forties too. Mm hmm Or late thirties. Well, why couldn't Conan get better talent around him? I, Other than Joel Goddard and Max Weinberg, those are his main straight men, or you know, yeah. comedic. Well, partners. he's got a couple of guys that and do Andy the bits. Andy Richter for him. was great. I thought Andy Richter was really good. Conan's got what two guys that do his bits? That tall, skinny guy. Yeah. And and then the guy that does the the TV Bill Clinton, you know, with the mouth moving. He does he does all those voices. I think I, I don't know his name though. 
Do we have? Did you did you see Conan at but the? But the writing is still really good on Conan. Did you see Conan at the Emmys? I thought he was the funniest guy there. Do we have search Conan? You know Conan's been doing it for twelve years now, or the thirteen Emmys? years. His show. His show. It's a long time. What do we have back there for Conan? This isn't it. What? How do you know? Good. Sorry, Conan, we're, uh, we're tight on time. Shandling went a little long with the kiss thing. I don't uh, know. So we're cutting this number. You know, I keep listening to it? It's been, all right, I, all right cut it off. Is, this is visual So you can humor see, you see Conan's still funny. Yeah, he's yeah. got it. He's, he's, he's still got it. Really, uh, you it. All right, okay. So my basic contention was that you would have to do a lot of work to stay hip and stay current. And Conan maybe hasn't had the time to update his jokes from the Buddy Hackett Abe Vagoda era. Still funny. Which was, it, it may, it's funny to you, but look how old I you know, are. I know, I know. so old. I am, I know. I don't even know you anymore. We're going to be young forever, Dave. Don't worry. I'm not backing out of the, our pact. I mean, you know, making Mayberry RFD jokes or whatever, okay, you know. The, Petticoat Junction. Oh, gosh. All right, so but Corby still thinks it's funny, so all right. Well, sorry I'm not 18 like you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not 18, Corby. You act like you are. <laughs> what is that? That's Corby staying young. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 11.32 on Sports Radio 13. I take it all back about Conan. I'm sorry. No, I, I thought I was just... Will you guys just quit fighting? You're making I thought intense. we could have a discussion as to how the, that show could be better. But Corby it thinks can't that be. if you... It's perfect. Okay. You can't improve is he, it. Is, he your, is that your favorite show on television? I probably watch Conan once every three months because oh, it's well, late. You do sound like a very ardent supporter. <laughs> I swear to God, I never stay up that late to watch him, ever, ever. Well, why are you defending him like this? I'm not sure. Thought it'd be fun. I think during the break, you guys need to grind and make up. Hey, I want to... Huh. Yeah, I gotta, let's go to break because I got questions for Jaron. Dry H a little bit? Yeah. You've got uh, the Corby Davidson Show. Thank you. I'm Gordon Keith, the professional broadcaster that sits alongside Corby and gets him in and out of breaks. Leads me along. Yeah? Who's Troy Aikman, this professional bitch? I can't remember his name. Sean Bass. No. But they don't do that show together. Like, Troy's somewhere and that other guy's in studio right. like in New York or Bruce something. Murray. Who? Bruce Murray. Bruce Murray. Boy, this week. Bruce Murray here with Troy Aikman. Troy, how is this week going to go? Where's my money? Troy's now an Indian. It always rains after we broadcast the Troy Aikman show for some reason. <laughs> All right. So, Corby wanted to do a story of... What did you do last night, Corby? I guess we never got to that. Uh, it was very exciting. I went, how, how are you staying young? I went to Gloria's 
and had some uh, food and went home. Mm. So boring. Mm. My life's horrible. You know what I've noticed about Gloria's? It's like one of the loudest restaurants in Dallas. You gotta I've sit been, outside. I've been sitting, uh, yeah, when you're sitting inside is obviously what I'm talking about. Sitting inside it's there. it's an echo chamber. Yes. It's and I'll the high be sitting ceilings there and, the metal roof. and realize that I'm yelling across the table. And there's no music or anything. Yeah. It's just the, the din of diners. You know what's louder? Is going to... Like a jet engine or something yeah. like that. But that goes without saying. Well, that's what I was going to say. When you stick your ear up to the tailpipe of a Harley is, Davidson? It's Monica's when they have bands there. Oh, God, I hate that freaking band. Hey. It's Troy Aikman's band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, and I'll tell you something else. Go ahead. A restaurant that Dave always hypes. I've been to four or five times. Mikasina? No. Mikasina's good. I love Mikasina. In the overrated file this week... Javier's, buddy. I hate Javier's. He's the one that pumps up Javier's. It's Corby that pumps up yeah. Javier's? I don't pump up yes, Javier's. Do. I've been there once Javier's in the last six blows. months. It doesn't blow. It's good. It blows. It's good. I've tried many different things from them. And what kind of guitar is that? And uh, the chicken quesadillas are just the only good thing i found. I don't even know they had quesadillas. So you don't go with their exotic strips of meat... I have before, yeah. You don't like it? No. Okay, fine. Weak, overrated, weak. I don't understand why. You know I what? Swore it's a it good... was both of you guys that were always Van Javier. You no. want to take her to a place that's nice? You want to take her to a place that's good? Javier. Well, first of all, I, I don't talk like that. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Let me tell you something, Gordon Keith. <laughs> if you want to impress your lady, you need to take her to take Javier. Take her to Javier. Conan O'Brien, who's still funny as can be. <laughs> Go to Javier's and talk about Conan. So, all right, well, what places are you guys high on? I swore both of you were no, big promoters. I've, I have always... Are, didn't Dave, like, for a whole summer wear the Javier's outfit and no. beckon people in from the street <laughs> to come into Javier's? I, I always saw through the hype on Javier's. I like the chips and hot sauce at Javier's and the uh, butter. Uh, no. No? Uh, no. Nope. All right, fine. I don't want to get into it. I like the atmosphere. It's a good atmosphere. A lot of ass running around there. Uh, well, I didn't really see much of that either when I was there. <coughs> no, All right, so what, what do you <coughs> like then? What's good? What restaurants do I like? Yeah. I like, I would say that the most often attended restaurant for me and my wife is Me Casina. Which one do you go to? HP. Highland Park. Dump that. Do we get it? Dump it a couple times. You can say ass, Dave. Let's just... Jeez Louise. I just snatch up those chips. Okay, right. you don't need a recovery if we've already dumped it. <laughs> Their chips are so good. Yeah, Make a scene is good. i tell you what else. snatch rific. Boy, what? <laughs> ah, you win. Thank you. You win. Okay. What's good? You like, well, you eat at Trellis four times a day. Overrated. Kind of get burnout on Torelli. You know what? Torelli's is a little overrated. It's I, not, but you have to know what to get at Torelli. What do you get? Tom Landry plate. These are the things that are good at Torelli. That was very robotic. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Landry plate. That theory cannot be proven. Tom Landry plate. <laughs> no, chicken Torelli with cream sauce. Really uh -huh. good. The Zango dessert. Do you get their Italchos? Great. Italchos are great. I like those. Yeah. Uh, and their dinner salads are great. 
Yeah. And then you get into some other things, lasagna. Don't 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 you worry know what? about that so have much. You, uh, have you been to Verna? Tavern no, is good. Tavern is awesome. Tavern is very good. Over Taverna, there behind chips. Tavern is a uh, close second to uh, Mikasina for me these days. That's good food. Okay, but here's I can't a, go there too often. It's too pricey. Here's for an me. old favorite of ours. I like Scalini's a lot. That I've debated about whether to ever talk negatively about. Yeah. <gasps> snuffers a. Uh, I like snuffers. Has it slipped? I got no problem with that, dude. It's do like, they, do they jump the shark? Uh, how have they changed? Man, past five years or so. You think it's gotten worse? I don't. I think it's the same stuff we've always eaten. You're just not hung over when you go there anymore, and it's not as good. When you're drunker and cooter brown, and you stumble in there, then or when you're hung over, yeah, it's better. But when you're... Oh, this guy is creeping me out. It looks like he's from Middle Earth or something. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that hair. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then I, I withdraw that. Yeah. You got to... But uh, put it in context. Put it in Kotex? No. I, no, I didn't say that. Talking about this Javier's chips again? <laughs> no, the hot sauce. All right. We got to do this story. Quick hit it, at least. Well, we're, we're having a restaurant talk. Oh, I'm out of restaurants. I don't eat it. I yes, eat it. Scalini's is good, sure. I eat it, um... I tell you, it has good breakfast at that Legal Grounds. You ever go there for breakfast? No. Right by Scalini's? Yeah. I don't ever eat breakfast. It's still Lakewood. open. Yeah. I go to Cafe Brazil for breakfast if I eat breakfast. Least. You gotta try that place. That's about it. Legal Grounds is good. And that Carabas in Lakewood. You get is that a lot good? of good food Overrated. there. Overrated. No. Uh -uh. That sucked. You sure spent a lot of You're time crazy. in Lakewood. You're sure, you sure. I didn't like it. You spent a lot of time there. in Lakewood for your Arlington All right, let me apartment. take you there. No. I'll drive into Dallas it, and I'll take you there. It's just as much <laughs> as Taverna. You'll spend the same amount at Carabas. Well, I don't know. I, I don't ever look at prices anymore, but... Because you're I'm rich. I'm the food. Did you see the prosecutor here? Corby Holcomb. It's random. All right, do your little death story that you've been putting your hand in your pants about all morning. This is a great story. A former uni University of Texas student named Jackson Nagai... Uh-oh. Sounds like you have, may have an eye disorder. Or a, or a forehead disorder. What? This guy, Jackson Nagai, stabbed and slashed his University of Texas piano teacher to death. Okay. Because he okay. thought she was... Because... Seven-year-old girl just whipped her head around <laughs> back there. Because he thought she was controlled by a computer chip in her brain. Yes has been found not guilty of murder by reason of insanity. Now, I showed this picture to Gordon of the piano teacher. And his bitch. Oh, gosh. And his comment was, yeah, I, she does look like she has a computer chip in her brain. I don't blame him. Well, it's a low-res picture. I can't tell. I think it's horrible. I think this guy ought to be in prison. Jackson the guy killed his music professor in 2004 when he attacked her with a meat cleaver, scissors, and other sharp items and tried to set her on fire. He stabbed and slashed her more than 200 times. When the cops showed up, he repeatedly well, pick me up to end the show. He on, repeatedly Corby. was saying "computer chip, computer chip" as they tried to ask him what happened. Huh? And they found him not guilty by reason of insanity, which means he could walk in a couple of years. What is that? I mean, this guy could get out. Well, did they do an autopsy? Did they find the computer chip? No, he, no. 
They never found the computer chip. They well, maybe he hacked it out of her. Did they ask him? Let's see, what, in Computer Chip, wasn't that an album by that same okay, band that did Okay, uh, Computers, what oh, you're thinking of. Okay. Radiohead, yeah. <laughs> computer Chip. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to pick everybody up as we went to break for the last time today. Hey, we will, there will be a day, it'll be within our lifetime when people have computer chips in their brains. For and what? We'll, where we can all be music teachers. To so grow we, pot? So we can all stab each other 200 times? I'm sorry, Corey, was your guest so we can grow pot? Uh-huh. I was wrong. Yeah, I'm digitally growing pot. <laughs> I have a computer chip in my brain. It's magnificent. <laughs> All right, uh, what's the story? We need to go? Yeah, we have to go home. Oh, okay. No, we're coming back. I don't think Maybe. so. Uh, yeah, wrapping up from Brooke no, Mays we're coming Music. Back. We're, com we're coming back. You know, the World Series starts tonight. Yeah, we'll preview it next. Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. If we can't be number one in your life, then number two on you. Oh 11.56, Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. Corby Davidson Show. Winding down. It's final episode. Yep. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. Damn. All right, who's going to be here next week? Oh, we're off next weekend. You know what? We? We're going to try to petition... To next week's the, the, uh, the dog thing. The dog park thing in Fort Worth. Barktoberfest. So what are we petitioning for? To do the show. Cause All right, let's do the show next we're week. We're going to have to be out there. You know that. Okay. So why don't do we the show. do the show? And then we'll have the next weekend off. Right. Okay. Because that should be the birth of my... Your doo-doo hum baby? Human baby. <laughs> it's not a doo-doo baby. Could be. Maybe... Uh, we'll what? How anticlimactic would that be? <clears throat> Nine months and then... Just a, a football of that comes out. <laughs> Everybody's waiting outside. What is it? Doo-doo. Uh, false alarm. It did, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it didn't look like doo-doo on the ultrasound. Sorry you flew in from wherever, but it's doo-doo. <laughs> is, is it in the shape of a baby, or is it just no, a football? No, it's just doo-doo. It's just a football. Doo -doo. You guys can go home. Sorry. You guys can go home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's cigars and stuff, but... Man, I am sorry. We, we just we didn't know. We had no idea. <laughs> How were we to know? She was just backed up for nine months even. So, thanks for all the <laughs> gifts. Man, dude. Would you keep it? Guys, I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll refund your plane tickets. I feel really bad. Golly. I can't believe it tickled me that much. All right. Uh... What do we want to do? Take calls? We ready to go to calls finally? No, we have a minute. <laughs> oh. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket with Corby Lane. Hi, you're on with Corby Lane. Hi, you're on with Corby Lane. What is it? Hi, you're on with Corby Lane. What is it? It's doo-doo. <laughs> is it a boy or a girl? It's just... It's, what is it, doctor? Uh, Mr. Davidson, you might want to sit down. <laughs> This is The Ticket, KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTDK Sanger. Game one of the world.